ഷാഹിദനുസ്ലിമൂൻ ഹബീബനുസ്ലിമുസ്ലിമുസ്ലിമുസ്ലിമുസ്ലിമുസ്ലിമുസ്ലിമുസ്ലിമുസ്ലിമുസ്ലിമുസ്ലിമുസ്
Whereas that true evil is that which will harm us in the hereafter even if we enjoyed the blessing of something here on earth. Our Prophet consistently and constantly wanted to give us the greatest frame of all to understand everything that needs to be understood because it's only when we understand things properly will it be is that our actions fall in line according to that understanding. No matter what it is that we do, is that if we don't have the correct understanding that underlies that particular action, is that we will necessarily fall short in whatever it is that we do. And in this regard, I want to share with you this one blessed sunnah of our Prophet ﷺ, very brief, very concise, but as is the case with so many of his words, is that they are very comprehensive in meaning. Very shortly phrased, however, is that they are very deep and profound and apply to virtually every single possible aspect of the human experience. And in one of these blessed prayers that our Prophet gave us, and there are so many, because we are taught to supplicate our Lord in the morning and in the evening. And it has come in a narration, is that, O son of Adam, is that worship me in the morning and in the evening and I will suffice you that which takes place between them. And if we take the time to say some of these blessed prophetic supplications, in the morning and in the evening, even if it only takes 10 minutes, we will find abundant good in our lives. And one of these that we know who used to say, is a hadith narrated in Abu Dawood and a number of other collections, is that our Prophet used to say in the morning and in the evening, Allahumma inni as'aluka khaira hadhal yawm. O oh Allah, indeed that I ask you for the good of this day. Fathuhu, wa nasruhu, wa nuruhu, wa barakatu, wa huda. The opening of it, the victory of it, the light of it, the blessing of it, and the guidance of it. Five things. So the Prophet prefaced these five great things by asking for the khair, the good of the day. So it is as if that he is summarizing for us the five major categories of what is considered to be good. And he mentioned five things. That is, the, that opening of the day, fath, the nasr of the day, the victory, the nur of the day, light, the barakah of the day, the blessing, and the huda the guidance of the day. These are the five major subheadings of what is considered to be good. And what our Prophet is teaching us is that because the mu'min la yashba' min khair, the true believer will never become satiated of good. There's always more that they will want to achieve. There's always more that they will want to accomplish. There's always more that they want from the presence of their Lord having tamar, Greedy desire in what is in the hands of people is blameworthy. But desiring from the endless bounty of Allah is not only praiseworthy, is that this is the trait and the hallmark of the true believer. Is that we are, there is incessant desire that which is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whose storehouses subhanahu wa ta'ala were he to give to every single human being on earth. Everything that it is that they ask for is that it would not diminish his dominion, subhanahu wa ta'ala, more than a bird that takes a little sip of water out of the sea or a needle that is placed in the sea and the water that has remained on the tip of that very needle. In other words, is that it never ever will take from his bounty. 
He is the one who gives, subhanahu wa ta'ala, wala yubali. And he does not mind what he gives, and he gives to whom he pleases. So we need to recalibrate our hearts. And as we enter into the day, one of the ways that we can protect ourselves from depression, we can protect ourselves from that pessimism, we can protect ourselves from being down all of the time, is to approach the day in a very different way. Is that from the time that we wake up in the morning, that we intend to enter into the door of every good, following in the footsteps of a Siddiq al-Akbar, Sayyidina Abu Bakr, who is described as drawing near to Allah from the door of every good. There was no good that he heard about, except that he wanted to enter into that door. And this should be the way that we are. Even if we can't do something consistently, we should try to do it at least once. Every prophetic invocation that we hear of, say it at least once. Any of the du'as of the righteous or salawat upon the Habib, say it at least once. So that you can be raised from the person of dharik al-amah, the person who actually did that virtuous act. We want to be people who, that gather all different ways of drawing near to our Lord. But when you wake up in the morning, you make that intention. You'll be surprised <coughs> the tawfiq that Allah Ta'ala gives you to attain that much of what it is that you are seeking. But specifically, we should be recalibrated to think about our day, is that we want to increase in openings, and in victory, and in light, and in blessing, and in guidance. And perhaps some of these terms are a little bit abstract, or we don't actually fully recognize what it is that they mean. When we say the word fetch, what do we mean? Some people on one hand that might not know what that means at all, or on another hand think is that the only opening is the greatest opening that the righteous receive. Although that is a great opening, there are many different types of openings. It could be that someone says one thing, and it might even be your child, it might even be your friend, it might even be a non-Muslim on TV, it might be even a, that fellow employee at work. They, says some, they say something that changes your entire life. If you are that tuned in and being very careful about what indeed is being said. Openings can be of many types. You can have an opening in your sustenance. You can have an opening in something that you misunderstood and all of a sudden you understand it. You could have openings at very different levels. You could have openings in your relationships. You could have openings of all different types outwardly and inwardly. What I'm trying to say is that there are many types of openings. And we want openings every single day. And if you ask Allah for the khair of that day, specifically the openings of the day, it is as if that Allah Ta'ala has for every single one of us that a number of openings potentially that we can all receive. But the heart has to be in tuned to be able to receive them. Sometimes if the heart is in a state of irad, it is turning from Allah, an opening that you might have received, you missed the opportunity. It might come back or it might not. Maybe a different one will come. But then, of all different types of openings, we want to have openings of all different sorts. But also, we want to have the meanings of nasr, of victory. And oftentimes we think of victory only in a very outward sense. The greatest victory that, that we could receive on a daily basis is to be victorious over a thought from our nafs or shaitan that comes to our heart that we refuse to follow. That is a sign of victory. Is it waswasa comes into your heart to do something, you stop it and you refrain from following it. 
and you're given tawfiq to not act upon it. Or you divert a thought that's trying to drag you down to your animalistic nature and you refuse to follow that thought. You've been given victory in that particular moment. Any manifestation of good character and the essence of good character is learning to have self-control where you control your temper, you refrain from lashing out and all of these other things that happen. Every manifestation of that is a manifestation of victory. And in fact, that you could say there is no meaning to the outward sense of victory without this meaning of victory that begins at the level of the heart. And there's no doubt that there are outward meanings as well. There's victories that come that there are people that have that ill will towards us. And by us doing what it is that we're supposed to do and that we don't respond and we don't lash out, it's a sign of victory. And also that we're... We are encouraged to desire nur, light in our lives. And light, again, there is many different ways that we attain light. Every single ibadah has a special light that colors the heart in a, in a very special way. Everything that we do. The light of subhanAllah is not like the light of la ilaha illallah. The light of the Quran is not like the light of the hadith. The light of istighfar is not like the light of prayer, which is not like the light of fasting. All of it is spiritual light. But spiritual light is the most beautiful light of all. And our hearts are very receptive to spiritual light. And just as outwardly things can't grow without light, you cannot grow spiritually on a daily basis without light. So we want to get our daily portion of light in all of the ways that our Prophet ﷺ taught us to be able to receive that light. But recalibrating ourselves that we want the light of the day and if you think of the day as an opportunity for light, for being able to that receive light, that's an amazing frame, an amazing way to approach the day. And then you have the final two, barakah, barakatuhu wuhuda, the blessing. This is really what we want, is blessing in our lives. And this is one of the main things that the modern world is lacking, is blessing. We have so many different types of food, but if you ever noticed, is that much of the food that we eat, especially in the West, is not like the food back home or in the Muslim world. There's something that better about that peach or that orange that is that grown much closer to the way that things should be grown. That there's something about those blessed hands that are remembering Allah that are then you receiving that piece of fruit and then you are consuming it after that. Blessing is what we want in every aspect of our lives. And that when you seek the blessing of the day, is that if you have blessing that in relation to that your wealth, and in relation to your health, everything about you inwardly and outwardly, and those things that are around you, all of your possessions, and your wealth, and your family, and your companions, is that there are people whose barakah tata'adda, their blessing that permeates that all of those things and people that are around them. Because blessing can be in time and it can be in place and it can be in people. And we want everything that relates to us ultimately to be blessed. Because it's then where a little goes a long way. A little bit of blessing of the wealth will go a long way in terms of how we benefit from that wealth that one practical example of that would be. If 
you say, for instance, that you have blessing in something that you own, a car. The blessing in that car that might protect you from doing something that would be displeasing to Allah Ta'ala in that car. It might open up an opportunity for you to experience something great because of that car or whatever it might be. That blessing in our lives relates to both acquiring benefit and warding off harm. And the more barakah that's in something, the more harm will be warded off and the more blessings will be attained and the more <clears throat> benefit that will be attained from that very thing. And then finally, that huda and guidance. This is also something that we seek is that the Qur'an ultimately is all guidance. Everything in it is guidance and this is what we want is that to increase in guidance. Guidance has a beginning but it does not have an end. It has a beginning but it doesn't have an end. And this is why when we make the prayer ihdina sirat al-mustaqim guide us to the straight path is that ultimately that everything else that comes in the Qur'an is a detailed exposition of what that guidance is. And likewise in the sunnah of our Prophet ﷺ. And so that guidance that has a beginning begins with someone that uttering the word of truth, La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. But then it never ends. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He keeps opening up new meanings of guidance to even his closest servants on the face of this earth. Because the more knowledge that he gives his creation of his own self, is that the more guided that person becomes, and there's no end. And so we should seek the guidance of the day, again, in all of its meanings, not just the spiritual meanings. Is that we want to be guided, that when we make decisions, we want to be guided when we that interact with people at work. We want to be guided in terms of how we run our families. We want to be guided at every level, and if we sit and think about these five things, and we really develop a map, of, we will be able to develop a map of how it is that we should be living our day. Because underneath all of these five categories are endless acts and intentions and various things that we can do inwardly and outwardly that ultimately will bring, as our Prophet taught us, the good that is understood as being that of what which is of true benefit in the next world. May Allah Taala give us tawfiq, and we ask our Lord for the khair of this day, the fathahu, munasruhu, munuruhu, wa barakatuhu da. Aqulu kulu ahada wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li jami muslimin fastaghfiru fina ghafurur rahim. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammadan Ashraf al-Anbiya al-Mursaleen wa ala alihi al-Tayyibin al-Tahirin wa sahabati al-Akramin wa tabi'innahum bi ahsan ila yawm al-Din wa shadu an la ilaha illallah wa shadu anna Muhammad al-Rasulullah amma ba'd ya ibadallah inni musikum wa nafsi iyaya bitaqwallah Our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala is that of all of the things that he commands us to do in the Qur'an he commands us to pray. He commands us to fast, subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when it comes to prayers upon his beloved, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, is that he leads by example to barak wa ta'ala. Inna Allah wa malaikatuhu yusalluna alin nabi. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. 
Allahumma salli wa sallim ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala Adi Sayyidina Muhammad kama sallaita ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala Adi Sayyidina Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid wa baraka ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala Adi Sayyidina Muhammad kama barakta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala Adi Sayyidina Ibrahim fil alamin innaka hamidun majid Nasallallahu subhanahu wa ta'ala an yaghfirna wa yarhamna wa nasallal mawla tabarak wa ta'ala أن يتكرم ويتفضل علينا اللهم إننا نسألك زيارة في الدين وبركة في العمر وصحة في الجسد وصحة في الرزق وتوبة قبل الموت وشهادة عن الموت ومغفرة بعد الموت وعفونا عن الحساب وأمانا من عذاب ونصيبا من الجنة وذكرنا النظر إلى وجهك الكريم and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless this time that we will spend together it may be a time where we are which we expose ourselves to the sweet breezes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy May we all be people who worship him sincerely, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And may Allah tabarak wa ta'ala unlock and open our hearts to having intimate remembrance of him, tabarak wa ta'ala. May these be times of immense blessing, and times of immense light, and times of immense guidance, and times of immense victory, and times of immense good that we receive the good of this world in the next year. Rahmin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us and protect us and give us the best of this world and in the next world. Awakumullah, Nasrukumullah, Inna Allah ya'mur bil adi wal ihsani wa ita'i dhil qurba wa yanha'an al-fahshai wal munkiri wal baghi ya'idukum la'allikum tadhakkurun udhkur Allah razim yadhkurkum wa ashkuru ala niyam yazidkum wa la dhikrullahi akbar. La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah